Hello and welcome to Social Media Weekly, episode 2nd, September 2020. Social Media Weekly is brought to you by Virtual Palace Marketing, rehumanizing your marketing experience. My name is Sean. This week's headlines, Facebook brings Instagram shops to its app. Instagram checks out, checkout, Instagram checkout rolls out to US in weeks. Facebook fighting Apple's iOS 14 data collection restrictions. TikTok CEO resigns. China government's new rule could halt sale of TikTok. Back to the stories. This is an exciting week. Facebook brings Instagram shops to its app. If 2020 has been good for anything, it is online shopping. So so much so that Facebook is stealing the shop feature from Instagram to its parent app. Well, uh, it's not theft if it's taken from the right hand and passed to the left hand, right? So technically, it's just copy and paste. Facebook shop is not the same as marketplace, right? So now Facebook has this thing called marketplace. If you check, if you are familiar with it, marketplace is actually built for peer-to-peer sales where it's kind of like eBay where I have something to sell. I put it out there and someone buys from me. Shop is actually made for brands to consumers kind of e-commerce style. Facebook says the layout design will be optimized for their audience in a slightly different way. So don't expect completely similar experiences. Um, I would explain to you what Facebook shop is, but let's go to the next story where we can lump it all together and then explain everything to you. Instagram checkout rolls out to US in weeks. Right now, most of Instagram shops work works by providing customers information on tagged products. The actual sales still happen in external e-commerce websites. So if you go to Instagram now and you see a product, photo or something right then they have this little tags kind of like um, the tags of a person now this is a tag that looks like a price tag so you press the tag you can be taken to a page like a pull up like a little window that pulls up that gives you information of the product they give you the various images the various sizes and all you know colors and whatnot and the price and description and at the bottom, you need to go to the website, the external website in order to check out. So this external website can be a WordPress website, Magento website, Shopify website, but you need that extra one. The transaction cannot happen within Instagram. Uh, this is also what Facebook is adopting for Facebook uh, shops, uh, which is very famous with Instagram shops. Now, what Instagram is doing is they, they've already had Instagram shops for a very long time. So now what they're implementing is this thing called checkouts, which is a further next step, which is the ability to check out and do the purchase within the Instagram app itself. Uh, Facebook does not say that they are doing this. They are implementing what Instagram has already had in terms of Instagram shops, so Facebook shops. But Instagram is taking it next step, which is the entire checkout process will happen within the app instead of outside. Okay, so... This does not mean that Instagram is becoming uh, an e-commerce content management system or POS system where you can manage all the stocks and everything. No, you still need to pair it with partners. Um, You either need to set it up with Facebook's commerce manager. It's kind of like their CMS version or through partner platforms like BigCommerce and Shopify. Uh, So let's say if you are an e-commerce company and you're planning to set up a website and you want to sell products and you are undecided which CMS content management system you want to use, whether it's 
WordPress, uh, Wix, or Weebly, or well, Wix and Weebly are website builders. They're not exactly CMS. Uh, WordPress, Magento, Loom, uh, Joomla, or Shopify. Chances are you should go for Shopify because setting up with Shopify will prepare you for when Instagram checkout comes to Malaysia or your part of the world. So you can just immediately integrate and people can actually make purchase from within the Instagram app without leaving the app itself. It kind of breaks down a lot of transaction barriers. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that is what Instagram checkouts versus Facebook shops is, which is not the same as Facebook marketplace, which is essentially eBay. And all this is coming to US in weeks. Uh, we don't know if it's coming to Malaysia or this part of the world anytime soon, but based on our uh, experience with all these major updates, you probably won't get it. We won't probably won't get it anytime soon. Facebook fighting Apple's iOS 14 data collection restrictions. Let me just check, okay. <clears throat> Last week, we talked about Facebook's public statement disagreeing with Apple for charging a 30% cut for all transactions on the App Store. They said that small businesses are struggling during these tough times, yet Apple is still unable to let Facebook absorb the transaction cost for them. Okay, we talked about this last week where um, Facebook wants to absorb the 30% transaction fee, but Apple says, no, we will still make the payment to all app developers at only 70%, which means that by default, they take 30%. So they are unwilling to change the ways, even in times when COVID is, you know, uh, making it very difficult for people to struggle. And the fact that Apple don't really need it at this point because they're already a $2 trillion company. You know, do the math. This means, uh, so that that is what happened last week. So this week is a little bit different. This week is the data collection restrictions, all right? Um, Facebook is against Apple again. Same narrative, different issue. This time, Apple's iOS 14 beta update changed privacy policies that will ask users that kind of like there's a prompt that comes out if they want to opt in before sharing IDFA identifier with app developers who can use it to target audiences, uh, target ads. So um, how this works is right now, um, Facebook is able to collect data from people and be able to feed um, okay, this works with this specific Facebook advertisement type called audience networks. Audience networks works in such a way that, uh, kind of like Google, where they provide an advertisement service and this service puts the placement outside of Facebook itself. That means the advertisement that goes into audience network does not go to Facebook app itself, does not go to Instagram. So it's nowhere in that it's somewhere else, like a website, like BBC or CNN or latex.com if we have any, or virtualpedals.com. Uh, and when you browse those websites, the advertisements that appear there, they are actually um, Facebook ads. Google has the same thing as well. So what's happening now is that iOS 14 is putting this, not a restriction, but it's previously by default, it's enabled, right? Um, the party apps are able to, to do this, to put this tracking device the IDFA identifier all around so that uh, service providers can provide, can kind of like cast the ads on third-party journalist sites, blog sites, whatever it is. But right now, um, users of iOS 14 need to 
opt into it, which means that by default, if they don't opt in, it will not go through, which means that journalist sites will not be able to make money through advertisements provided by Facebook if someone actually uh, decides to want to go and see the website on an iOS device, kind of like an ad blocker. But this is a big thing, right? Uh, then Facebook says that um, this will potentially bring in 50% less revenue for publishers. They are, you know, they are taking this stance where they are supporting the small businesses, the publishers and all that. It is a very good PR move. Uh, it's a very good positioning because Facebook has been seen, has been looked at as a very uh, bad person or a bad company up to this point. And by taking this, by taking this stance, they are protecting the people, the smaller and weaker groups. And if they keep doing this and successfully be able to do this, they can just change the narrative from the public, especially with publishers, because publishers were the ones that were nailing them into the coffin, you know, two years ago, one year ago, when it comes to all this privacy, data leaks, um, um, scandals, and Cambridge Analytica and whatnot. All right. On the surface, we will be inclined to agree with Facebook because, you know, it's a good thing that they're doing. Um, they're supporting and show solidarity. Uh, for small businesses struggling to earn a fair wage, especially at tough times like this. But upon deeper research, it seems that it feels more like a PR stunt. I mean, this is my opinion, right? Because 87% of the world's mobile devices are powered by Android. This is according to, to Statista of uh, February 2020. Of that number, Android powers almost all devices in emerging markets like India. So... Technically, Facebook can still be able to profit from this exercise. Uh, even, even though Apple is putting this, they should be scared if face if Google decides to follow suit and you know put this thing into action on Android, then it will be scary for them. Yes, it is a problem for publishers. It is not the problem for Facebook. That's what they are saying. But in any case as well, um, the publishers are still 80% of mobile users worldwide is still Android. So technically, we're not saying that there is a publisher that is specific to, to creating content for Mac or iOS devices. Then yes, then they will be affected because these people will not be able to have ads powered by Facebook on their website and cannot make money from there. But if they are typical journalist sites that talk about, I don't know, daily business stuff or lifestyle stuff, there, there are also a lot of Android users who are still um, doing that, uh, who are still able to see Facebook ads on their sites. Well, it's not exactly a big thing, but Facebook is making it into a hype. It is good because Facebook is fighting alongside app developers who are also challenging the 30% transaction fee. They are, well, technically the biggest company that is against them. And I personally feel that they should be able to push Apple to lower the transaction fee or give a different or give different tiers to the transaction fees. Kind of not to say remove transaction fees altogether. The iOS app store is still still belongs to Apple and you know they work hard to to build this up. But reduce it or create tiers so everybody gets to benefit. TikTok CEO resigns. Recently minted CEO Kevin Mayer just got the CEO role last year, announced that he was stepping down from the role in TikTok. This came after the tension between the famous social media app in the US government, which turned into a political storm. Not wanting to be caught in between, Mayer decided it's time to go. After leaving Disney+, Mayer took up the role 
the CEO role in hopes to turn TikTok into a global, globally matured and sustainable media company and also give the company an American face uh, against the looming tension with China back then. Right now, interim CEO Vanessa Pappas will hold the seat while an acquisition arrives at the doorstep and completely reshuffles the structure. So now we're looking at possible suitors being Microsoft, Oracle, um, Walmart, possibly, and Triller of all companies. So Triller is actually a competitor of TikTok that just got into, uh, that, that, is, that has recently been very aggressive because TikTok is being shut down all, all across the world, especially in India. So Triller has signed deals with India uh, to be able to be the replacement app for TikTok while TikTok is still being banned. Uh, Triller has also showed interest to buy over TikTok in order to replace the whole thing. So we don't know what's going to happen. But China's government's new rule could halt the sale of TikTok. Well, at least parts of it. The Chinese government announced new rules which could stop the planned sale by imposing restrictions on the export of proprietary technology. Okay, this is what it reads. Quote, The new restriction unveiled Friday by China's ministries in charge of commerce and science and technology covers such, com covers such computing and data processing technologies as text analyst, content recommendation, speech modeling, and voice recognition. Technologies on the list cannot be exported without a license from local commerce authorities. This can mean two things. Number one, uh, China, because it's registered in China, so China owns the rights to either sell or decide not to sell this, which is why they came out with this new restriction in hopes that if a transaction were to happen, this part of the transaction cannot be sold to someone else. Um, so even ByteDance would want to sell off the company, the parts that make TikTok tick could not be sold off, which is essentially 15 million lines of code. Uh, so this is what they are doing, right? They, they want to block off the most crucial parts, what, what they think is the most crucial parts of TikTok, which is a technology part of it, from being sold off to, uh, to an American company, let's say. But there are actually a lot of copycats out there that can perform almost on par with TikTok, if not already on par with TikTok. Uh, and these 15 million lines of codes seem a bit far less important than China thinks it is. As long as the brand name and the user base moves, the rest can be sorted out, right? You, As long as you buy over the TikTok name and the user base that comes with it, well, what's the 15 million, uh, what's the 15 million lines of code going to do? Right, right, they can just strip it off of Triller. Let's say if Triller is going to buy it, strip it off of Triller, Instagram Reels, and re-implement it on it, and it'll work just fine. So in my opinion, this restriction is um, merely a little road bump than a, not even a road bump, maybe, I don't know, a fly on the, on the windscreen or something rather than a major holdback. But we will see what happens. Um, in the coming weeks, we will see if where TikTok goes and what happens to it. All right, so that's all for this week. Social Media Weekly uh, Podcast is available on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Our full videos are available on YouTube, and we post bits and clips on Instagram and Facebook. This is Social Media Weekly episode 2nd September 2020. My name is Sean. I will not be available next week because I will be out diving again. So I will see you two weeks from now. Au revoir.